Hello and welcome to I Think I Am Human 2. I had posted a episode a couple of days back and I, I, I didn't necessarily mean to. I kind of was just testing the waters. So I put it out there and then I was like, revert, revert, revert. <laughs> I literally was like, get this off of here. I tried to take it off. So if you were a couple of people, if you are one of the few people that downloaded it, thanks for listening. But I am going to consider this our number one First one, first episode, first part, whatever you want to say. We're just going to pretend like it never happened, okay? Okay, so I told my dad about my podcast and um, he listened to my trailer. And if you saw the TikTok on the video that I made about this, the man called me and was like, were you drunk? And I was like, what? He was like, were you drunk in your first episode? And I was like, what are you talking about, Bill? He was like, why do you sound drunk? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. So I hung up on him. And then a couple days later, I went to his house. And I was like, I wanted to hear. Because I was like, wait, I did not sound that bad, did I? And I was like, maybe it's the, the speed on his phone. So I take his phone. He had me in half speed. So I was literally talking like this. So of course he thinks I was drunk, but it wasn't even my fault. It was, it was basically Bill not knowing how to work a phone per freaking usual. So if you think I'm talking like that normally, or if you hear me talking like that, um, check your speed. Okay. Okay. And if you think that I don't talk fast enough, up your speed. But Bill, if you're listening to this, I don't care what speed I'm in. Just, just, just sit back and relax. Okay. Thank you. Anyways, so my main goal is to post on Thursdays. I kind of wanted to figure out a good schedule for myself. And I'm aiming for every Thursday morning, I will post a podcast episode. And then on Fridays and or Saturdays, I haven't fully decided yet. Um, So Friday or Saturday, I will post the questionnaire on Instagram. And that's where everyone, once they've listened to the episode, had a couple days to digest, can go on, ask questions. There'll be 24 hours worth of questions. And then that allots me a couple days um, at the end of the weekend and the beginning of the week to start working on part two. And then part two will be posted. I'm assuming on Thursdays again, I'm going to shoot for one episode a week. I was, I was thinking I might be able to do two episodes a week, but let me just get my feet wet, see if I can even handle one a week because I feel like every time I sit down to record these, I just get so uncomfortable because I'm just sitting here like in my room, just chit chatting it up by myself. And it's not even like fun stuff. I'm not sitting here like TikToks are fun, but when I'm talking about my real life and things I've been through, it's just a different story. Okay. Give me a break. Now that I got all that off my chest, let's get this party started. I'm going to title this one independent, but dependent. And I'll go a little bit into what I mean by that. And I've always, always said my entire life, Um, For lack of a better term, I've always called it bipolar, but I don't really, and that's not to be insensitive to people who actually do um, have that disease and are are battling that. So I do apologize for being insensitive. I've just always used that that term. But now that I'm older and I I have more of a a digestion on how I actually feel about myself, um, I would say it's, it's more like a split personality. I swear you can split me down the middle. I've always been that way. Like, like I said, a split personality where um, 
I just, I see things in two different lights all the time. And I'm a Libra, so that's just like a natural instinct for me. I'm the balance. I'm the one that sits on the top of the fence and sees both sides, no matter what the scenario is. And that goes down to even just like my political beliefs. I'm a very um, moderate person where I stand directly in the middle and I see both parties and I agree with certain things. I disagree with other things, but that goes for absolutely everything in my life, Um, friendships, relationships. But I've really struggled to find ground and a solid ground on like who I really am because I'm easily persuaded in certain things. You tell me the sky is purple and if you have a good enough reason, I'll start to believe you because I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't study the sky. Maybe the sky isn't blue. I mean, isn't it blue because of the ocean? So if you're to be like, well, it's actually purple, but the ocean just is more blue tint. I don't know. Whatever. I'm ranting now. But anyways, I'm so easily persuadable persuadable persuasive whatever again I tell you sometimes my words just get away from me anyway so it's made it very hard as an adult to kind of figure out who I am and um really just what I believe in sometimes I am really hard-headed and there's some things you cannot you can't tell me one thing from the other and some days you can tell me that this guy is purple so a couple of years back I had to go to therapy (laughs) And I've actually gone to therapy quite a few times and it was always in spurts. I'm not one of those people that signs up every week and I go weekly. Maybe I should. I believe everyone actually should. But I've had to go in spurts and I went a couple years back because of an ex-boyfriend. And I will kind of explain how that ties in. But I sat down and I was like, hey, this is what's going on. And if you've ever been to therapy, nine times out of ten, they're like, okay, well, we understand or I understand why you're here. But let's dig deep into um, the real reason you're here. And I'm always like, oh my God, I'm here because of a boyfriend. He's a piece of shit. And they're like, "Mm, yes, but like, I need to get to know you. And it makes sense. Again, now that I'm a little bit older and I've been through some scenarios, if I were to just sit down with a random person at a coffee shop and I was like, hey, here's my problem, they'd be like, okay, well, I need to know more. So let's dig deeper. So with the therapist, I had kind of gone to her and I told her my situation and she, I'm clearly an easy book to read because I never stopped talking. That is a character trait. I definitely got my from, from my father, but I just kind of explained to her. I was like, I'm a very strong person and I don't know why I can't get off of this guy. He's not a great guy. He's not dependable. Um, any of those things. And she was like, well, why do you depend on him so much? And I was like, I just said, he's not dependable. Like he's the most unreliable person I've ever met in my entire life. And she was, she was like, well, then why are you still with him? I said sign me up for next session because I do not have an answer for you so same time next week I'll be back and that was where she really started to dig deep and she was like okay so on the outside you like to be this facade of someone who's strong independent um, but when it comes to your core and people you love you can't let go and we need to figure out why why do you depend on them so much and my answer to that was I don't even know how to think for myself I don't know who I want to be or what I want to be I just In Florida, I've always been told that I have to be the golden child in school and I have to do the right thing because I had had two older siblings that kind of um, weren't on the right track in life. And then I had had another family that was the golden family and I had to fit into that golden family. So it was very odd because one family was like, we need you to be the the winner. And then another family was like, we need you to fit in. (laughs) We need you to fit in and keep up our appearances. The deeper that we dug into my ex-boyfriend, the more we found out that um, he had a lot of narcissistic tendencies and the deeper we got into those, the more we got into I had been seeing that in my childhood. 
And again, at the time, I didn't really know any of this. And I absolutely love my mom and I hold nothing against her. Um, And she's since left, left this relationship. But a lot of times in Florida, I didn't really realize that I was living in a house where my stepdad was like that. He was very similar to my ex-boyfriend in the sense of he would I would come to him with a problem and he would tell me how to feel versus listen to how I felt. And he would say, nope, that's wrong. Like, nope, um, it's not like that. Or nope, that's not what happened. And that's, that's the same thing that my ex was doing. So when I was talking to my therapist about an ex-boyfriend, she had tied it to, well, this is what you've been watching your whole childhood. And then again, when I would come up to the north, these... My dad and my stepmom weren't necessarily my everyday go-to people because I didn't really know them. So it's like I didn't know how to talk to them about my feelings. And the people that I talked to about my feelings in Florida, um, they, they tell you you're wrong. So in Florida, I became very introverted but dependent on what I was told. I was being told how to feel. I was being told how to act. And then when I would come to Minnesota, I was a very extroverted independent person I didn't really want to hear what people had to say I wanted to just be this little shining star bouncing around putting on concerts and just kind of just left alone in turn that that kind of um that kind of grew into I clung on to what I could control so as soon as I turned 15 I got my permit as soon as I turned 16 I got my license I got my first job literally the day that I was legally able to work I wanted to just I wanted to be free but that also kind of tied into my relationships and my friendships um with like peers my own age I I was controlling in those because it's the only thing that I could control I didn't want um I didn't want people to take things from me I didn't want them to hurt my feelings. I didn't want them to backstab me. So I wanted to be the one in, with the upper hand. And I'm sure you could go back to people when I was back in high school or even my early 20s where I was not the nicest person because I didn't know who I was, but I just knew that nobody was going to take myself from me. That was the only thing that I could protect and control. While on the inside, I was still clinging to abusive relationships because I'm like, I don't know how to feel like I don't know how I'm supposed to internally feel I know like what I feel is wrong I know that this feels unhealthy but I don't know what else what else to say or do because this is all I've ever really known in life but then you really start digging into um I tell this to people a lot you really you really can't keep blaming other people I mean we're adults here are you gonna still be at 25 35 45 blaming your mom blaming your dad Blaming, I mean, I could sit here and say, well, my dad lived halfway across the country and didn't know what was going on in um, my mom's relationship and how it was affecting her children and in turn his children. Um, So I did have those thoughts for a while. I felt really sad that my dad, my real biological dad was living this wonderful life with two brothers up north and and I felt left out and my, my biological brother felt left out. And then I also held on to how dare my mom take my stepdad's side all the time. Why does she not defend her own children in this household? And I look at it now and I'm like, well, duh, because my mom didn't know. My mom was the same way that I was in my abusive relationship. And it was more like, you just don't know. You just are doing what you can to make it through the day. And I never hold anything against my mom. I'm so happy that she's now living like a wonderful life. And I never hold anything against my dad in that sense of, why don't you come rescue us? I mean, you can only do so much. But even if those thoughts were still crossing my mind, again, at some point you just have to let things go. Because 
they wake up every day and they're they're continuing on with their life. So the only person that's still holding on to these thoughts and and keeping this negative cloud over themselves is us. It's the people that think these thoughts, have these thoughts, that's on us. And during one of my sessions, I had asked, what is wrong with being independent? And she was like, absolutely nothing's wrong with being independent, but there's a problem when that independence becomes control freak or your guard is so high up that nobody can really break it down. And a lot of people, especially when you're dating and being kind of like in the role that I was in where I'm very, like my husband, for example, I'm very independent in certain things that I don't really even want him to touch. Like I don't really love... Um, at the beginning of my social media career and kind of just like being online, I didn't really love telling him much about it because I was like, "Mm, I don't really want him to be part of this. And then the other half of me would be so dependent on him because I knew I could rely on him where I would have him uh, um, decide things. I would have him choose and um, I just knew he would get the job done and I was almost putting too much on his plate. So there were some things where he was probably like very confused because the waters were really muddy and that was my own that was my own doing. So I would be like, "Well, why are you confused?" And he's like, "Well, sometimes you're like you don't even want to look at me or tell you tell me anything or let me into your world and then other days you're like, "Do everything for me because because you need help." This goes back to the part of my childhood where again, I didn't really know how to feel and I would look around for being told how to feel because Back in the day, I had gotten so close with my stepfather, which is actually kind of humorous to me because when the divorce was going on when I was a teenager, I was shocked. And I, again, like I said, I didn't really realize the manipulation behind um, his role in my life or my mom's life. So I, I kind of looked up to him as a kid of like, hey, tell me how to feel. So now as an adult, I'm like, I look to my husband sometimes. I'm like, hey, tell me how to feel. Should I be stressed right now? Should I be anxious right now? Should I be should I be happy? And then other times I'm like, no, 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 no. Think for yourself. Go into your mode of like, you've got this. You've got two feet. You've got a ground to stand on. You've got a head on your shoulders. Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you excited? Are you stressed? And and that's just been where it's 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 really hard to find a happy balance of including people around me in without feeling like I need to guard myself and my feelings. I mean, there's still so many things that I don't tell people. Um, Not necessarily my husband. I'm pretty open and honest with him about a lot in life. But sometimes people ask me questions and I just don't really want to answer because I'm like, I just don't want people in my business. I really just want to be left alone. I want us to, my husband and I, to just be this little family and just like protect what we... I have been seeing Seed Symbiotic DS01 everywhere and I figured it was time to try it out because you guys know I love anything and everything gut health gut health does not just affect your digestive system I don't understand I don't think people understand how much it affects like your overall health and not only that but like your skin your readiness for the day I just love when my gut is in line I'm in line when I'm in line life is in line so seed is sharing a code with human two listeners and I'm super excited for you guys to try them out you are gonna get 25% off to see if you like them just as much as I do. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash human2, that's all one word, and use code 25human2 to get 25% off your first month. So that's 25human2, all one word. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash human2 with code 25human2. 
what we have um, or what's going on. And, and again, I don't want anyone to ever take anything from us. And I know that that's not necessarily the case, but I just constantly have that guard up of like, oh my gosh, if I share too much with people, they could take it the wrong way and they could do this and this and this. And then there's other days where I'm like, I just am spilling everything under the sun. I can't stop talking. Um, and then and then that drives me nuts. I mean, there's just been some things that have been going on in my personal life the last few months. And and when I share, oh my gosh, I share to like have someone on my team and then people aren't on my team and that's hurtful. So I still, I still am battling with those every single day. This is not something that just went away. Poof, I went to therapy once or twice and, and everything, and everything was over and done with. I'm still, still struggling to this day of like not really knowing I know who I am and what I believe in, but there's sometimes where I look around for somebody and not my husband. I know he's my, he's my number one partner, but I I still look for my family and like people from my childhood. I look to them for you're okay. You're doing okay. Or when something does go wrong, hey, I'm on your side, I'm on your team. And I know that sense of validation is coming from the the stepmom and my dad's side of the family where I'm like, I just want to be accepted into this golden family. And I know as an adult now that that's not the case anymore. Um, I don't need to earn a spot into something that it doesn't need a spot to be earned in, but I still am constantly looking for that validation from somebody anywhere where I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Am I feeling the right feelings? And it, I just go in a constant cycle and a constant feeling of like, am I feeling the right things? Am I doing the right things? Am I okay? Am I good? Okay, but F everybody and I don't care what you think about me and I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I'm going to do what I want to do. So it's a vicious, vicious cycle that I'm still battling to this day. I still don't have all the answers, but something I had heard is when you stop trying to parent your parent um because the older you get, you get this, um, you get a new vision of your parents, right? You see them in a different light. You've experienced a little bit more. You've been in different worlds of your own and you kind of have a little bit of, um, more understanding. And there's parts of you that are like, especially a lot of people that are fixers or people pleasers, they really want to fix their parents. They start to understand things a little bit differently and they want, they want to teach their parents something new. And you can't parent them anymore. Just as much as they can't parent you, why retrain them? And I think it's really important to learn that and to kind of learn their love language and to to love them and treat them in the ways that maybe they never had. They maybe never got it from their parents, so they didn't know how to do it to you or how to parent you the right way. I mean, I don't have children, but I know already I, I know that that job is way too hard of a job that I'm ready to take on for right now because I'm still learning myself. So what makes me think I can go retrain my mom or retrain my dad? I mean, I really try with my dad because he still to this day chews with his mouth open and it is absolutely disgusting when he's sitting here and then I'll start spitting. Oh my God, I can't even believe I just did that in your guys' ear. I'm so sorry if you're listening on headphones. It's disgusting. Bill, please fix that. Okay, anyways, that was disgusting. So moving along, um, the, the more that I dug into myself and just kind of like trying to figure out (laughs) just kind of trying to figure out a happy medium of I still want to please people that's just who I am naturally but I also don't need to please everybody and sometimes everybody is including my parents 
But at the end of the day, when you really start to start to figure out that I'm only responsible for me, that is it. My parents are only responsible for themselves. At this point in, a, in age and in life, if I were to be arrested, they're not getting a call. They're not posting my bail. It's me. Me, myself, and I. If I am in the hospital, they don't call my parents for what do you, what do you want to do with your daughter? Nope, it's, it's on me. Or hopefully my husband will care enough about me to, you know, come get me or whatever the case may be. <laughs> not just let me rot in jail or in a hospital bed. But anyways, I also kind of tie this into forgiving and forgetting, and I'm a firm believer. I know that everybody um, needs to handle their own trauma and feelings and blah, blah, blah in their own ways. I am a forgiver. I am not a forgetter. I used to be until I realized, well, I can't really forget either because when I do forget, I almost let people back in and then they do it again. And it's another vicious cycle of I forgive and forget because I'm like, oh, I forgot. I genuinely would just like suppress it. And I would be like, okay, it's not going to happen again. I forgave. I forgot. Moving along. And I spent years with someone where I was constantly forgiving and forgetting, forgiving and forgetting. And then I was like, mm, this is no longer a healthy cycle. So I know myself well enough to know that I can forgive for my own mental state and my own mental capacity. I don't need to continue to hold on to things. But I do need to, I do not need to forget them because again, I let people that are constant offenders back in. And some people love to forgive and forget. Some people can't forgive, can't forget, whatever that is. A, I want to get on to the whole new episode of that. Um, but I'm not a forgiver. I'm a forgiver. I'm not a forgetter. Oh my God, too many F words in this sentence. And we're not even talking about the good kinds. That was a joke. That was a joke. Okay, let's just wrap this up for the night. Um, so yeah, that was my that was my story of the day. I'm still trying to figure out where in life is the best happy medium ground to build on. Um, I feel like I'm standing on two solid feet right now, but it depends on the day. It depends on the mood. It depends on the event or the scenario. But I think that's just life for everybody. We're all just taking it day by day. A lot of people think I have my life all put together, and I just I find that to be the like the most comical thing when people are like, wow, you're only 25 or 26 now they're like wow you're only 26 you're married you have a house you got this you got this you got this and I'm like yeah but like I'm jealous of you for certain things or like I applaud you for certain things so don't judge a book by its cover I mean I'm not sitting here saying that I'm far behind in life but I definitely do not have everything figured out there's still some days where I really mentally struggle or um I'm still battling with trying to fit in and trying to appease people and um and then other days where I treat people horribly because I'm just terrified of of what they think or if they're gonna if they're gonna do me wrong or anything along those lines so I'm gonna wrap this episode up I will open my oh my goodness I'm definitely wrapping it up now that Hadley just yelled at me she is needing some attention um I'll open up my questionnaire on Friday if you have any questions on this episode if you have any stories you want to share any rebuttals anything along those lines I'd love to hear them because that is what is going to make our part twos um to every episode so that'll be up on Friday this episode will get posted Thursday morning like I said previously um Thursdays are going to be my good days to post it just fits best in my schedule so I hope that that's okay with everyone because I I don't want to miss any questions, but I also need to get started on um, filming episode two, or I mean um, part two to each episode. So if I post on Thursday, questions go out on Friday. That gives me about Friday to Saturday for 24 full hours of the questionnaire being posted, which means that I can start thinking about recording on Sunday or Monday evening. Yeah, whatever. You guys don't really give a shit about my schedule. That's fine. Um... 
But I still want to be able to be free enough for my own life, my family, being able to be free on social media and TikTok and all that good stuff. So again, if you're new here, thanks for listening. If you are not new here, thanks for just being supportive of my life, my family, and just being here with me every day because again, you guys are the reason I'm here and doing this and feel comfortable talking because I feel like I found my community within. And even if there's just one person that relates to to still just not um, being able to find that good balance of who you are, that is okay. And I'm I'm on your team if it makes you feel any better. I don't know if I'm the best person to have on your team. Don't ask me to kick, kick or catch anything because, well, yeah. Anyways, all right. Thank you for being here. We will talk next week.